turn things off. That's what happens. Right, so. I need my headphones. And I need the microphone. Yeah, you'll need those. I'm going, why isn't this thing letting me record a podcast? I'm clicking the podcast button. I'm clicking on, and it's the podcast player. It's not the... It's not the... There's, there's no record feature, right? Right, so that's that. That's that. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that worked. Close that one down. Can you hear me? I can hear you, yes. Are we on the right okay. microphone? Do you like my look? Hang on. I don't think I can... Oh, wow. There we are. South Park, is it? I've got my headphones over my hoodie, though. I won't go under it. Oh, mine go under it. What? Mine are under. I can't hear a thing on the microphone. Uh, oh, that's better. Yeah. Okay. It's um, got a dodgy lead. Well, we can sort that. Can we? Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. What's that? Oh, you. I was sorting out the earth. Hmm. Okay. When you're ready. Uh, I will be when I turn this uh, metronome off. <clears throat> Have you put your phone in lollipop mode? I haven't, but it doesn't seem to be <clears throat> causing a problem. I'll just turn it off. Okay. So, uh, I haven't got a script this week. Good. I'm going to turn the fucking thing off. Hang on. Oh, shit, bollocks. Never mind, I'll put it over there, it'll be fine. Put it. I don't think it'll make a noise. Hang on. <coughs> what are you looking at? <coughs> oh, dear. Are you sure you want to do a fucking podcast this early in the morning? Did that go down the wrong way? Um, yeah, you just roken me up as well because I'm just eating. Mm. I've got Daisy and Lily here. They're waiting for some smoked salmon bagel. Mm. But you're eating it. Mm. Mm? You're eating it, though. Mm. So I've got you on the screen on my computer. That was never normally the way we did this. Yeah, well, since about, must be at least a year ago, I've upgraded mm. a few things. All right. Is it off-putting? <clears throat> yeah, I'll look the other way. It's okay. You are even uglier than Ash. Right, okay. So I was thinking what we could do today <clears throat> for this sort of occasional podcast. And um, I thought maybe what we should do is you should ring me <clears throat> and I pretend I'm not ready and I'm in the middle of having breakfast and then maybe I'll drink some water and it goes down the wrong way. Uh, that'd be kind of like deja vu because I've been recording for the last five minutes. <clears throat> yeah, but you wouldn't put that out. That's just no, I wouldn't put that. That's out. private. Okay, because I haven't got. I need to get ready for it. Hold on, just a minute. 
Speaking of, oh, um, God. of private, I was watching your show last night. <coughs> yeah. I didn't realise you were in Penthouse magazine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been in every magazine you can think of in my time. But, you know, never, never, um, never really, um, oh, excuse me, um, never the top billing. I can't remember how I got into a Penthouse, but was it, bottom, it was a long time ago. Bottom billing. Sorry. Mm. Well, we were talking about Lizzie Candy's ass, weren't we? Yeah. Mm. Your name's on the front cover. Mm -mm. Yeah. Big double page spread, 1990. That's 30 years ago, isn't it? That's, that's a long time ago, 1990. I'm going to take this hoodie off because it's toasty. You look ridiculous, too. Um, yeah. Well, I couldn't find a copy. I went on eBay to see if there was a copy floating around. <laughs> I was on the front cover of something called Attitude magazine as well. No, I wish no. you could see the girls. They they're desperate for some um, smoked salmon. Oh, I thought you were talking about the ones in the magazine. Okay. No, no, my my doggies. Um, I hope this is okay. I've had this smoked salmon in the fridge for a long time. It seems okay. Just just smell it. If if the fish smells, it smells off, fine, it smells fine. fine. Okay, it's all right. Have you got a coffee? No, I've got a coke. Hmm. Bad for you. Um, okay, so <clears throat> should we, we just start this? I don't know what we'll. Should we go through what we're going to do? I think we'd probably talk about this ridiculous thing of Flop 26. I've been talking about it on my radio show. And I don't think people actually believe me when I say, look, I'm not a climate what's it denier because, you know, that the climate changes is always changed. Like like the seasons change, the climate changes and goes from you know one one extreme through a nice sort of fairly benign period which we have been lucky enough to live in over the past you know few hundred years, uh, and then it begins to change. Now I am not. We'll do this while we do the podcast. I am not saying um, that we shouldn't clean up the planet. I mean, we've made a fucking mess of it. Let's clean up the oceans. Fifty percent apparently of what you eat in fish is plastic. Not sure if that's true, um, but let's let's uh, let's uh, let's do a bit on on climate change because what we need to do the climate is changing the climate will change but all this bollocks they're going on about and the poison dwarf and her obsessed followers like a cult why do we let her in the in the country I've no idea Greta Thunberg or whatever I mean she is just a pain in the fucking ass to be honest with you and she's stirring up these kids and giving them completely the wrong idea. They just had a, a, a whatever, I can't remember what they call it. They have these little names, and <clears throat> they've all gone on strike uh, on, on local schools, I think, in Glasgow to go on a march with her. Uh, just, just ridiculous. It is childish and ridiculous. What we need to do is we need to prepare the infrastructure of this country for a major change in the climate and weather and everybody's going on about flooding then why aren't we doing something about the sewer systems in our major cities in london in particular it's victorian it can't cope the river thames has been squeezed so much by buildings that it 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 is just waiting to flood it could have flooded any time in the last 50 or 60 years and we're even building more along river rivers in city centres around the country. You know, they're becoming very trendy places to live and go, aren't they? The old uh, rivers are being built either side of. So I think we should talk a bit about that. Mm. You know, as the smoked salmon gets warmer mm. and it melts in with the cream cheese and the 
and the um, lemon juice and black. Oh, it's delicious. And you made that yourself? Mm, of course. Well, there we are then. Well, I, it's not my cup of tea, is it? I don't have fish. I, I don't mind a bit of cod from the chippy. I may be married, which is what you're alluding to, but my wife works full-time. Mm-hmm. In fact, we live in separate houses during sort of Monday to Thursday. Well, there's no point, is there? Because I go to work in the evenings when she comes back. So you like uh, two ships that cross in the weekend? Let me tell you, weekends are really flipping great. All that built-up energy. Mm. <clears throat> so we'll do we'll do a bit on that. I mean, it's just ridiculous. The whole thing is ridiculous, isn't it? This this um, flop twenty six. And what about the uh, insult Britain people? I just wrote a bit in my column for Monday's column in the Express about them. Mm. And because I, I can't, a week can't go without talking about them. They're a bunch of um, of of middle class sort of older people whose lives have not really meant much and they want to make a kind of statement. They've misunderstood everything. <clears throat> um, I, I actually agree with in all houses should be as well insulated as possible. That goes without saying. But the idea that you sit down in the road, you make this big thing about it, you actually cause a lot of distress to a lot of people has completely misfired. And yet, because we live in a what is called a woke society where everybody is frightened to offend anyone else. You know, for me to tell you, you look fucking ugly, bags under your eyes, you want to get some plastic surgery on that or whatever. I mean, if you weren't a mate, you could turn around and say, oh, I've got terrible mental health issues, he's called me ugly. Well, you are fucking ugly. I mean, I'm quite ugly. People call me, uh, you know, all kinds of names at school until one day, one cunt who actually, uh, you, the bully of the school, used to get hold of us. I was picked on because I oh, I didn't speak like that normally in a, a school in sort of South London where I went to school. I actually adopted it occasionally to stay out of trouble, but I, my mother would slap me around the head and say, speak properly. And so, you know, I have one of those sort of rather dull voice, And I live for, you know, I lived the first sort of 10 years of my broadcasting life in Newcastle. I went on a three-month contract. I thought it won't last here very long, but I stayed there for 10 years, and I really enjoyed it. It's a brilliant place, the northeast of England. Then I went to Yorkshire for 20 years, and my kids have got Yorkshire accents, but I don't really have an accent, do I? Now, so what happened to this lad that was picking on you? Well, what they used to do... Oh, hang on, I'm, I'm going to stop eating. We'll you're, start this thing in a minute. You're still eating... Mm, I'm, I'm at my breakfast. Mm. There you go. All right, that's it. I'm it to the dogs. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Hopefully, Lady W is going to cook a really nice meal tonight. Very nice. Otherwise, we'll be in the pub. What about the fireworks? Oh, fuck the fireworks. I forgot about that. Oh, shit. Bollocks. Someone's going to look after the dogs. No, we're staying stay in the house. Mm. Fucking bastards, firework people, in my view. Yep. Anyway, what was I talking about? The bully. Oh, yeah. I wonder what his name I can see him. You know, you, you, can you remember people at school that you didn't like? Yeah, we, we had one. Hmm. What did he do? Oh, he just used to go around giving everyone dead legs wherever wherever he could. 
Oh, do you remember that? Dead legs. Yeah, yeah, dead egg. I was really good at that. (laughs) What, receiving or giving? Let me tell you the... um, I probably... I I told you this story before. I must have done it sometime. Um, A turning point in my life. This, and I, I don't use this word very often, but fucking ugly cunt who lived on the local council estate. And he, he used to go around with his mates, you know, and one of them had no teeth, one of them had earrings, and we were talking in the 60s. Right. And um, the, even the teachers were frightened of these fuckers. And at playtime, they used to round up the younger kids and the ones they had a dislike of, like me. And they, because this school was in Epsom, which was it's South London now, but, you know, it was suburbs. But <clears throat> and a lot of these lads um, uh, were, were going to become, were involved in, in horses and stuff like that, and they were quite rough, okay? Anyway, they used to round us up in a way and grab hold of us and then jump on our backs and have horse races on us. Okay. And the teachers never did anything about it. I'm not. I'm not suggesting I'm particularly proud of this, but it was a turning point in my life <clears throat> because until then I was not me. I was about. I was about thirteen at the time, and um, and these were sort of the the kids who were about to leave school at fifteen. You know, the sort of bigger and tougher. And this used to happen with great regularity. In in uh, um, me and my mate Pisshole Pierce. That was his nickname. Dick. Dick, yeah. Um, who later became a very famous uh, trumpet player, Roddy Scott. And this was a pretty rough school. And we used to stay in the classroom and not to go out just because we didn't want to be ridden by these moronic whatevers. So we got turfed out one day, you know, the, the sport, you know, the, the PE teacher came along, come on outside, Wayne, what are you doing in here? Get outside, get some fresh air in your lungs, go on out. So we went out and then uh, I think Martin was the ringleader, I'm not sure. I can see his face now, I just, I, I, and I could just see me punching it now in my mind. And so he jumped on my back and I had just had enough of it. You know, you get, you get, I just had a fucking enough. You tell him, you tell him, girl. So, and it was all this, they had these little sticks and they used to like whip us as if they were riding racehorses. Yeah. And it was a bit of a downhill slope on the playground to the school. And so they wanted to go down the hill and I, all I was thinking in my mind, I'm going to fall over, smash my face on the concrete and ever. So I just, and it just got into my mind, I just went down and this was in the days before double glazing and all of that, right? Mm-hmm. I just shoved him through the fucking window. Plate glass. Yeah. Wow. Was there uh, a lot of claret? Not much, no. Um, But it sort of put him on the floor in the geography classroom and his mates were standing around and they were a bit, suddenly a teacher appeared because, you know, they couldn't ignore the situation for much longer. Mm. I said, what have you, what, what? And everybody said, oh, well, these guys have been bullying us again and, um, and I said, yeah, I'm so sorry. I just tripped. Mm-hmm. I said, because this guy climbed on my shoulders and made me do this. 
And I just was, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just, they do it to us all the time, sir. They're always picking on us all the time. They pick on us. He said, oh, it's all right, calm, calm down, whale, calm down. I said, I'm sorry, sir, have I killed him? I knew, I knew full well I hadn't killed I could see him moving. Oh. I said, they're all going to gang up on us and beat us up and catch us after school, and it's terrible. Uh, knowing that uh, I, I'm, I'm going home. I'm going home. And they said, no, you can't go home. Of course you can't go home, blah, blah, blah. I said, well, there's, I'm not, it's and, and everybody else who'd been ridden joined in, and everybody was a huge, and everybody. And this, there were only about eight or nine of these kids who did this, you know, thought mm. they were a bit of a gang of tough guys and nobody could do anything. And it was quite interesting because I don't know what got into me, but I said, I want the police. I want the police now. And they, kept, they had to call the police. Wow. Okay. I had to call my mum. Who was not very happy, and um, and I, these kids were expelled from the school, and because of I think their parents and everything else did not really want bad publicity, and did not really want um, to be identified. But I think some of their parents were up to no good as well, if you know what I mean. Yeah. They just kind of disappeared out of our lives, and for the last year or so at school, it was all right. I was kind of regarded as, um, you know, the bloke to sort out problems. Save your whale. Yeah. But uh, it was pretty traumatic. And, and, you know, kids who get bullied at school, the only thing, it's easy for me to say now, but what we're doing is we're living in a society where people, everybody goes, oh, yeah, I'm, you've got to cancel that person because I've been hurt. And nobody learns from it, right? Mm. We live in a fairly violent society now. There's a lot of knife crime. Yeah, there's a lot of angst, and you get these sort of thirty-something kind of millennials going on. Well, you can't talk. I had terrible trouble with some friends not long ago. We were sitting in a restaurant in London, and we we had some younger friends with us. We're having dinner in this restaurant, and it turned into a bit of a nightclub. And these friends had uh, had a, a couple of their their children as well sort of 30-somethings, we were all kind of old gits. And there was this one one woman, I don't know, 25-ish, something like that. Mm. And she, you know how sometimes people go out and wear the wrong clothes? Like pyjamas to the supermarket? Yeah, that kind of person. Mm. Well, this person had squeezed their rather fat and fairly body into clothes and it all hung out. Every, anyway, it looked disgusting. And uh, and two of us just said, oh, my God, didn't she get a mirror or look at this? You know, we were just not not talking loudly. What a f... Just that. We all do it. Don't smile. You've done it too. We all do it. Anyway, these two younger people got up and said, I can't believe you did that. You're fat-shaming that person over there. I can't believe you did that. We're going to have to leave. We can't sit through this. And they, they went. They rang their parents later and said, we haven't got money to go home. Can we have the fare? Oh, dear. Their parents said, no, piss off. Good for them. Mm. But, you know, that's a, we're living in this kind of uh, two-tier society where some of these people are frightened of their own lives. They expect to be, you know, there is, there is aggression within human nature. You cannot get rid of it. You can't. You have to learn that, that it has to be in the right place at the right time. And yeah, okay, you could be considered to be bullying somebody by, by saying, God, that person over there is fucking ugly, aren't they? Look at them. 
Yeah, go and sort that out. We'll start the podcast in a minute because you can't put any of this shit out. Um, but I, I just, I, it worries me where, you know, these uh, these people now who are going to be leaders of uh, society, if you like, <clears throat> in a few years' time, and there probably will be because everything goes in cycles, there probably will be another major war on the planet. I mean, look at the way China and uh, Russia are uh, gearing themselves up. Look at the way the Iranian government seem to be able to do anything they want. That poor lady, Nazanin Sagari Ratcliffe, you know, her husband Richard, who's on my radio show quite often, yeah. has been on hunger strike. And it's not been making much news either. Um, and the media's becoming a little bit too woke. I, I just just some of, their, some, some of their stories that they pick up on and the, the things they go with and you know they're all committed to this. Let's fight climate change. We're gonna we're gonna stop climate change. What a fucking load of nonsense! You're never gonna stop it. You just, as I said before, you have to adapt to it. But all this, we've got to be politically correct. We can't upset people. Society's slipping into a kind of because all those the ones who would really be quite nasty and violent, they're getting away with it. You know the ones who are being idiots, like the the, the silly fuckers sitting on the road. And the police are having said, oh, we don't, you know, because the police get into quite a lot of trouble, quite rightly, some of the time. Some of the, the, the behaviour of some people who join the police is disgusting. And, and it used to be that if a policeman committed a crime, that they would get a sentence twice the length of a, a sentence anybody else gets. But nobody gets a sentence for anything anymore, do they? Much? No. No. So anyway, <clears throat> these are all issues I think we should be talking about. Have you think of anything else? Well, I, I'm just quite amazed that uh, they're able to superglue themselves to stuff because every time I use superglue, it doesn't stick to anything. No, I know. I know. And I don't think they do. I think they just say, oh, I'm stuck, and the bloke tries to pull the hand off like that. No, oh, it's not coming. And they go and get somebody else. Why not just use a scalpel and, uh, and amputate the hand? You only have to do it to one person, and I don't think they'd ever do it again. Or turn your cars round. Do a three-point turn and then put your exhaust fumes. They'll soon move. Yeah. You see, I think I think actually suggesting things like that will probably get us into a lot of trouble. In fact, actually, to be quite fair, <clears throat> I'm not sure I want to do one today because there's so many things I could get into trouble with. I mean, look at the bloody Remainers. They're all the same. They're all they're all you lump all these people, you know, the politically correct, the Remainers. The only people that you couldn't really lump into that lot are the very thick and very stupid anti-vaxxers. But they're, not, they're, they're just a godsend for people like me. Content. Content providers, yeah. Mm. That's, I'm not going to call them wankers anymore. I'm going to call them content providers. That's it. I mean, every time uh, an anti-vaxxer rings in, they try to sound so knowledgeable about what they're talking about, but they don't know a fucking thing. They're also big fans of yours. I know. Well, I don't know that they are. Some of the threatening... Threatening, um, we don't really get letters anymore. It, it always starts with, uh, I've been a big fan of yours since the 80s. Uh, oh, yes, you your know career that and, that's, uh, a, that's, a, that's a way of, of, they think they can disarm you. And they think if they say, oh, I've always been a big fan of yours, I've always loved your show. But, and then then the, um, but it's fine. I, I, as you know, I don't ban anybody from coming on the programme. I don't, you know, I can, I can the, the religious nutcase I occasionally do, but... Not anyone else. And that's not true either. People who come on, because there are lots of people who, who listen to other radio stations and some of them um, realise that talk radio is the fastest growing and the best radio station in the land. So some of the 
the fans of other radio stations try to get on. And um, that's quite funny. I've got an idea to cancel Ken. Mm-hmm. And that is at some point in his life he turned to religion. Yeah. And he's going to go to heaven now because he's, uh, he's, yeah, yeah. he's done his thing. So at some point in our lives we can do the same as him. Yeah. So we'll just carry on the way we are and then towards the end we'll all find God. Oh, yeah, but apparently God could see through that. Oh, right. Yeah, so you can't do it. What? Anyway, why would you cancel someone? All this cancel culture, then I, you'd have nothing to talk about, would you? If I didn't have Ken ringing in, it wouldn't give me a, a platform, if you like, to uh, to have a moan. So he's, a, he's another content provider. A content provider, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's where they miss it in universities. I mean, what the fuck is going to come out of our universities in the future? Where, oh, no, no. We can't, um, we can't, we can't, we can't upset the students. You know, they might have mental health issues. Did we all have mental health issues? Now, mental health issues seem to be like some kind of plague of the country or the world. Everybody's got mental health issues. Well, we've always had problems in our minds. Well, if it carries on like that, mental health is going to become the norm. Well, yeah, I suppose there will. But you know, we get depressed. We all get down. Sometimes it gets even worse than that. I mean, I can remember having been in situations in my... I'm living with cancer. Um, I've, uh, you know, all sorts... I suppose if you actually sat and thought about all the things that went on in your life, you could get quite depressed, couldn't you? Yeah, the Big Brother experience, that was... uh... That was really quite depressing, yeah. I mean, yeah. I was just trying to think of the people I was in Big Brother with, and who do you know now? Syra Khan, who uh, who didn't really manage it in the uh, Who Dares Wins TV show, but she's uh, she's a nice lady actually. Uh, Christopher Biggins, of course. They cancelled him. Uh, you cancelled him? No, the uh, Big Brother cancelled him. Well, that, I'll tell you why that happened, as far as I know, because the owners of the program are American, and they didn't know who he was. And they thought he was being, uh, they're just thickos. Some Americans are really thick. You know, they believe in God. God on the flag. And that's about all they know. They don't even know where Europe is, most of them. Um, That's another thing, the Remainers. Get over it, people. You lost. We are not going back into Europe. In fact, probably we're going to take it over the way things are going. Yeah, they seem to be blaming the uh, empty shelves on being uh, out of the got EU. It's got nothing to do with it. No. There is a shortage of crisps at the moment, have you noticed? No. Loads where I go shopping. Can't get hold Get them of. online. That's a good point. Yeah, get them online. You can get anything online. Get them delivered to yourself, rather. Cut out the middleman. Yeah. yeah, that's what you should do. Um, so, yeah, so there's loads to talk about. I mean, this is just, just that it's... it's Entertaining to see how the politicians have got flying here. To see how the politicians are trying to um, keep—they're not sure which side they should be on. Yeah, and the only thing they should do is be true to themselves. Really, believe in something, but not try and see well, what do I need to say to keep in with most people? Because I think a lot of them are missing the point. I think the majority of people work quite hard. Right, mm. the majority of that we know, we always talk about the minority, the unemployed, the people on benefits, and everything else. That isn't the majority. So we worry about that all the time, as we should worry about and look after people. I'm not saying we shouldn't, of course we should, but you know, people tend to forget the majority. So you got 50 people sitting down on the motorway who reckon they're speaking for the majority. I haven't met one sympathizer. 
you know, I've I've obviously I interview people who are so I uh, that way, like the the Greta what's her face. Um, I had this uh, lady on the other day. It was quite good. I couldn't wind her up. I have to give her that. She uh, she actually uh, realised how to play the game. Well done to her. And it was quite interesting. Though, every time we talked about her, Greta, uh, she's oh, she's wonderful. She is she is she, she's amazing. And it has become a cult. Yeah. The silly little sod, you know, uh, abuses our country, calls us names, takes the piss. Sings rude songs, tells the politicians to stick it up their ass, and all the kids up and people up until their sort of thirties or so, quite a lot of them anyway. Not the real people. These are the kind of metropolitan so-called elite who think they're cleverer than everyone else, and they're not clever because they some of them went to university, and the universities do fuck all at the moment. Except try, we must protect them. I mean, I used to love going to, to, to Oxford particularly because they had a nice hotel in Oxford that you, you stayed in and taking part in Oxford debates. I did loads and loads of those. She doesn't seem to know much, though, Greta. It all seems to be scripted. Yeah, but it's like every other cult leader. It's all being manipulated from some, somewhere else. If you ask her a question, she just goes, <clears throat> can you ask somebody else with questions, please, because I've, I've had enough of talking. Yeah. Doesn't seem to ever have an answer to anything. Just always has a say and then disappears. Well, I think you know she believes it. She believes everything they tell her, but she doesn't actually understand what she's bloody talking about. And she's become an art. And sometimes, if you become famous like that, it goes to your head and it's gone to hers. I mean, the stupid dancing around on the on the stage, like a. Uh, whatever, and, and all these kids sort of screaming and getting excited, you know. I'd begin to believe I was some sort of cult leader if I did that. Stick climate change up your arse, she was saying the other day. I'm sure something like that. No, I don't think she would say that. But anyway, it's of no consequence. Look, mate, I don't think I've got time to do a podcast now because, you know, it's always nice to have a chat on the phone, as we do quite regularly. So um let's do it um let's do it sometime next week and okay. uh, and sort it out properly shall we how's the um the clocks affecting you they've gone back haven't they how's that work on radio does someone do a shorter shift are you asking me are you trying to ask me a serious question what a fucking stupid question that is who gives a shit about the fucking clocks well on radio it's 24 hours Piss off i'm not doing the podcast now i can see exactly what you're trying to do oh. it ain't gonna fucking happen okay <laughs> Bog off. Oh, dear. Oh, and your uh, OnlyFans application's been accepted. Oh, good. Well, I knew it would be. But I'm not taking the photos. Then you are. I'm not doing them again. I think it'll go down well. And listen, we can make 10 grand a week out of it. We should do it. Okay, I'll take the photos. Yeah. You should tell some of your mates. Might be quite fun. Yeah. Oh, I need to fart. Right, I've got to go. <clears throat> You're off now, are you? Yeah, no, I'm. I'm, I'm yeah, I've, I've got to clean the house before Nadine gets back. Okay. Well, That's being married, mate. We won't do a podcast this week, then. No, I just said I'm going to take the dogs out. Okay. Don't try and get me to do it. I know exactly what you're trying to do. I can deal with that. Do you know how I can deal with that? He's gone. He went.
You're listening to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.